This episode of The Rebound is brought to you by Aspiration. Our thanks to Aspiration for sponsoring this podcast. Check them out and sign up at aspiration.com slash rebound. Aspiration's motto is do well and do good. We're going to tell you more about them later in the show, aspiration.com slash rebound. Past performance is not indicative of future returns. There is no guarantee that any investment product will achieve its objectives, generate profits, or avoid losses. Investing involves risk of loss, and alternative investments may not be suitable for everyone. Before investing, consider your investment objectives. Hey, guys, what's in the tech news this week? What? 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 Nice show with... <laughs> Nice show with uh, Jason. I enjoyed it. I liked it a lot. Oh, good. He's, that's yeah. He's he. We auditioned him for a permanent replacement. That's, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Your new co-host is great. He uh, he has a, he apparently has a little bit of experience podcasting. Yeah, so, I, uh, uh, I'm not saying for whom. It's possible he'll replace all three of us. <laughs> I had no really <laughs> dude. Just one guy. Well, what were the odds that we could find someone who had so much experience? The kid. The odds were good. The odds were good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was just reading this morning, actually, that there's a 9to5Mac has a piece on the first Apple Watch update software, perhaps, coming down the pike. Which I imagine you'll install from your phone. Is that what they're saying? There is a, uh, if you go into the Apple Watch app on your iPhone, there is like a software updates section in there. So checking it now. Oh wait, on the on my phone. Got it, on got your it. phone, not on yeah. the watch. On your phone. So I see, I assume, yeah. If you go into the Apple Watch app, and then there's yeah. an Apple Watch. Uh, sorry, there's a general software updates, just like sort of on the iPhone itself, and it looks right. for Apple Watch updates. Your Watch OS point one point oh. Sorry, your Watch OS one point oh <laughs> software is up to date. I um I I got a a second survey from Apple. I got one after I did a store try-on appointment where they sent me a survey and said, hey, how was your try-on experience? And then I got one uh, just a day or two ago saying, how are you liking your new Apple Watch? Tough guy. Yeah, I got that. I, got that. I like that they keep, they're going to keep asking you like a month <laughs> later, like, what about no, now? How do you like it? How about now? How is your taking off the watch at night experience? Um, but <laughs> Why are you I, taking off the watch, Lex? We've noticed <laughs> that you've taken it off. Why? Yeah. When I was thinking about some of their questions, all of which were issues I had considered, but the way one of them was phrased, you know, what, how do you feel about the screen of icons? I was realizing I really hate it. And what I want that I think could solve one of my problems is I want multiple layout options that they could offer up for your home screen. Because like the default is that weird shape. Oh, like I yes. want, give me a star, give me a triangle, like, and I'll just shuffle and a shuffle button too, right? So it's like, because I don't want to manually figure out where these icons should go. So just give me like, here's a couple different cool uh, dot layouts. And then like, like just if I had you before, just forget what I just said, John. All I want is different <laughs> layout options. And then I can pick one because I can't, like people are posting their cool, pretty layouts and mine like, mine effectively looks like when my dog throws up. <laughs> Mine's still largely hexagonal at this point because um, it mine just sort of keeps adding with things mine's around. A, the... Mine looks like Michigan or something. I don't know. It's, it's a weird, <laughs> weird uh, Wait, wait, wait. Glove or Upper Peninsula? No, no. Maybe, maybe it's like Indiana. <laughs> no, uh, but that's a good idea, right? You should, they should have a layout for each state and then that, you could like localize it. That would, uh, it would be hilarious. Actually, yeah, but I do. I mean, I, I definitely want the ability to arrange it myself because I want to be able to push the things like stocks off yeah. to the edge. I don't want to yeah. have – I mean, I want to have the stuff that I use – the clock in the center, and then the stuff that I use most right around the clock. And, but um, but yeah, having a like a series of shapes would 
be would be nice. I've moved very few things just because I find that I don't go to that screen that much. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe that's just because I'm not using a lot of watch apps, um, or maybe it's because I hate everybody. But it's probably the first one <laughs> and everything and everything. Uh, I actually came up with an idea to solve the glances problem we discussed earlier, or at least one one suggestion for how I think they could solve it. Bring it. Um, and I'm I, I've been trying to do a mock up of this, but it turns out I'm really bad at Photoshop, or in this case, Acorn. Um, <laughs> So I I need to see if I can get someone to mock this up for me so I can do a post about it. But here's my suggestion. Rather than having that like linear line of glances, which is really, really irritating, I think they should take the also irritating in a different way interface that they use for friends. And instead of those being people, have them be glances and then have a little dial you can navigate with your digital crown, point to a glance tap on it and there you go now you see your like heartbeat or something like that so instead of having the icons of the people that you talk to arranged in a dial you would instead have icons of like your 12 most common glances which would put a hard limit on it but i think that's fine it's also a lot easier to find everything because it's not they're a terrible all idea and not like your usual idea i know it's, it's ter- much better it's than my usual idea. ideas plus then I mean, the, pro- the only the only problem with that though is that you're not when you activate glances you have to go through something else in order to see your first glance yes but then i will still say why what if we replace the friends button and instead it's a glances button <laughs> Well, right. now I'm with you there. Madness. I but, agree it takes madness. an extra step, but I think overall the time that you save by being able to navigate to different glances would actually be You could even shave one of those extra steps, right? Because you push the button, you get your most recently seen glance. Right. So now you're in that last glance, and only when you start spinning the crown do you get the icons to say, oh, here, pick one right. of these well, other and, glances. And in most of the glances... With do the we exception- have to do everything for you, Tim? Come on. Get your head in the game. <laughs> With the exception of the music glance, the, the crown does nothing in any of the other glances. And in right. fact, I don't think developers can do anything with it. I think that's an Apple secret sauce thing. I keep removing glances. The crown. Yeah, the crown yeah. in, in crown glan- on glances. On glances. Yeah, I uh, I keep adding them and then thinking, why am I doing this? It does not, I'm, I'm it does not change the weather. It does not change the weather at all. It does, I've tried. It was, Believe sunny, me, I've tried. it was sunny here and I scrolled and it just didn't do it. No it's, rain? No rain. Man. Kind of what disappointed. A bunch of crap. Shit. That's too bad I filled out that survey. Yeah. So, anyways, that's my that's my modest proposal for fixing glances slash eating babies. Yeah, I think the uh, <laughs> I think the friends. Yeah, I think it's a little stupid. heavy on the baby eating. Sorry, my bad. Yeah. Well, I knew what I was getting <laughs> coming from you. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, agree. We all agreed that 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 interface for friends is not very useful. Because it's far easier to go in. Because I don't have any friends. Yeah, well, that's oh, that's, that's a problem that the Apple Watch cannot solve for you. That's why I bought it. <laughs> um, but I think we all agree that you know the idea that you can only access. So, for example, it preloads it with people that are from your favorites and your contacts. Many of whom, in my case, did not have Apple Watches. <laughs> right. And so now I have okay, I can quickly access those people and call them or text them. But it would be just as fast to use Siri or even open up the text uh, or phone app. A, I'm never going to call anyone from the watch. Sorry. Yeah. I don't think I'm going not. to do that. I have never called somebody from the watch, but I've answered calls from the watch twice when it was much more convenient. Um, but it's been buggy. I've attempted to answer four calls on the watch, and two of those calls vanished into the other. <laughs> and two of those calls worked. <laughs> Uh, 50-50 success rate. That's pretty good. Right. I think it's probably the least... I I think it's the buggiest feature for me is trying to do phone calls. Like, in two of the cases, people are like, hello, are you there? And then the call will just disconnect. It's like, what's happening? I have no interest in doing it in the first place, so I'm I'm not even... I've noticed also some bugginess in terms of when, so especially if you're around a bunch of other devices, both for phone calls and even just for notifications at times, like iMessages, 
for when things pop up in certain places. Sometimes they're in sync. Sometimes the watch gets things first. In in wacky Wi-Fi situations where I yes. have like a crappy Wi-Fi connection, sometimes the watch gets a message and it doesn't show up on my Mac for <laughs> or my phone for a while. Uh, and sometimes it'll show up on my Mac. I'll even like acknowledge it or whatever, and then it will buzz on my watch in like another minute. So one thing there's I was some wondering about there. I was wondering, and I don't know if, if this answer is even publicly revealed by Apple, but I'm, I was wondering how the watch gets things like iMessages or emails. Is it, I know the watch is capable of fetching iMessages on its own when it's on a Wi-Fi network. Yeah. If my phone's around, does it prefer to get them from the phone because it can do that via Bluetooth low energy instead? And then it only uses Wi-Fi if it can't find the phone or like, is it, is it context switching based on where it is on how it should best get the messages or is it always getting the messages the same way? And I don't know the answer. I don't know the answer either, but if I did, I wouldn't tell you. (laughs) I want you to wonder. (laughs) There is an area where I have been, I guess, embarrassed or not comfortable enough to use the watch. Like oh, I tell still us, haven't tell us now. I still haven't been able to Apple Pay. I haven't gone anywhere that takes Apple Pay to use my watch yet. But I will not check into flights. I will. I won't. You know, use it at the airplane scanner or the TSA scanner. And yesterday we went to see a movie and Fandango popped up on the watch. But I was like, no, I'm not showing the ticket scanner my watch. That feels too jerky. I did it. Couldn't do it. Oh, you did it. Did How'd it, it go? Fine. It was great. I actually, and I, we talked about, mentioned this the last time, but um, I actually got, got to move ahead of some people with Android phones because they were fumbling with their Android phones, <laughs> trying to get their ticket. That's right. I just, zip, I just zipped up with my watch and waltzed right into Age of Ultron. All right, next time. And I've used so. it at Whole Foods for the Apple Pay thing, and everybody, all the cashiers always seem to remark upon it. Then they um, go, ooh. They go, oh, that's, that's fancy. They're uh, like, no wonder you shop at Whole Foods, Mr. Apple Watch owner. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this guy. I bet you also go to Trader Joe's, don't you? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, my Trader Joe's budget all went to Apple Watch. Sorry, Joe. Mac and cheese. Mac and cheese from now And on not the you. good kind of mac and cheese, the right. fancy mac and cheese. Craft mac, mac and cheese. cheese. <laughs> Store brand. Yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of debating. I'm still on the fence about the taking the watch on my trip with me this week. Um, Lex, you've traveled with it, and you, you but you haven't used the Passbook feature. Right. Well, I don't use the Passbook feature in large part because um, it's not going to fit under the scanner at the gate. I so feel that's can, weird, too. Like, here, here's my arm. Right. Like, that I don't have any problem showing the phone. But you that can't... situation is much different than a movie theater, too. Yes. I mean, yeah. like, if you're if you're holding up the line in that situation, you will get straight up murdered. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, but so, I, I, in retrospect, if I had given it more thought and I hadn't, like, remembered that the watch existed right before, I would have used it at the movie theater yesterday. But I don't want to do it at TSA because I'm getting ready. Like, I'm already putting my watch in my jacket pocket, knowing right. I have to take my jacket off and put it through the thing. So, I'm not prepared to show it at TSA and I'm definitely not going to show it when I'm getting on the plane because my hand won't fit and then like John said I will get straight up I just, I just picture right. you putting your hand in that little scanner thing and it gets like stuck and you're like yanking it and like the whole like <laughs> cables and everything get pulled out I'll be taking this with me on no, the it's plane cool. it's cool it's cool hey John Moltz I have a question for you did you okay. know <laughs> did you know that there are 4 billion video views a day on YouTube I did know that I would even argue to say that the world loves video and that video is the best way to share special life moments or what your company is all about. But the problem is, John, video has always been hard to produce. Do you have a solution for me? You know what, Lex? I do have a solution for you. And that solution is Animoto. Animoto 
has changed the way these videos get produced and wants you to give their video maker a try and see for yourself how easy it is. Me? It's a drag and drop. You! And, okay. the, and the other guy. It's a drag and <laughs> drop video builder that gives you everything you need to produce professional videos in minutes. You just need a logo and some photos or video clips. They make it so easy to share what you are all about. You think the world's ready ready for that, Lex? I think they are. And you, you got a little tour of Animoto, did you not? I did, yeah. So they were kind enough to um, walk me through it a bit. And then basically, actually, they kind of just set me up and then let me go. And because there's really not a lot you need to learn about it because it's it's crazy easy. All you have to do is upload. I uploaded like, so my, I mentioned this last week, but I'll mention it again. But my uh, wife and son do karate and they had some, I had taken some video of them breaking boards at their belt tests and some pictures. And all I did was upload these two short videos and like maybe six or 10 pictures. And I picked a theme and that was it. And then it made the video for me and it did all the transitions. It added music and it was really, in the end, it was really cool. It was really nice. And I showed it to my wife, which is like, wow, that was, that was <laughs> how long did it take you to do that? It did not take me like more than like five minutes, you know, <laughs> it, and that was with the upload time. And that works because it says here in this ad copy, in minutes, you can create something that would have taken you a very long time to do on your own otherwise. That is, and they're if not you just, had they're not just blowing smoke. No. They're not just blowing smoke. I mean, like all that stuff, like, I, <laughs> I mean, we used to spend all that time using iMovie, like picking the transitions and why well, I want to pick this music. And then I'm going to do a different transition here. That's what computers insert, are for. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can do that if you want to, but it's kind of a pain in the butt. And, yeah. and it doesn't necessarily, you know, all Oof. that 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 nitpicking doesn't necessarily make a better product no and um and they've taken all of that out of that that process and done it for you and they already know how to do it and they've already got that sort of um magic in the background that makes it happen without uh, any pain so it's, i was i was really i was really very impressed with it but once you've made your animoto video it's only for you you can't do anything else with it is that right john you're wrong you're what? so you could not be more wrong you can share it on the web. You can also download a copy if you want to, you know, keep it for posterity on your computer for some reason, or want to have it offline. So, so you can many even burn them to DVDs, and you can even burn them. Guess what? If Dan? that's the way you roll, what, I know you, you haven't signed up yet, but if you go to animoto.com/slash/the-rebound and use promo code rebound, you're going to get fifteen percent off your annual pro subscription. Again, it's animoto.com/slash/the-rebound. And use promo code REBOUND to save 15% off. It's a free 14-day trial if you just go to animoto.com slash the rebound. Uh, and when you're ready to purchase, use that rebound code, get 15% off. Uh, I checked it out too. It's really cool. I did a video of my dog. Um, he looked, uh, the video made him look less stupid than he is. So that was a success <laughs> all around. Good job, Animoto. <laughs> and our thanks to Animoto for sponsoring the rebound. And by, you know by association made you less, look less stupid. <laughs> I promise not. <laughs> That's pretty hard to do. Um, so the, in addition to that that story about the watch, uh, watch software update, it also sounds like, as no surprise to us as we've been talking about this, that there might be an Apple TV update in the works. Mm, uh, mm, 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 magical. With, uh, and the, the report says uh, deep Siri integration and third-party app support which I think are both things that we're really expecting all to see in that. Um, and I think, you know, the, the voice command thing I think is big. I, I, I don't know yet how they plan on doing that, whether they plan on, say, using your iPhone as a Siri proxy, using building some sort of voice capability into a remote, or somehow even just putting a microphone a in the Apple watch, TV. if you will. 
I don't know about that. That gives a crazy. whole new meaning to watching television. Oh God! You're welcome. Beep boop. <laughs> <laughs> it's another way you're going to get straight up murdered. At the <laughs> I'm just going to say that over and over again <laughs> and wink. Hey TSA, <laughs> winking works. This thing great gives a whole new meaning to watching anyway. television. Wink. I'm going to I'm going to check in now. Watch this. <laughs> So I need you to come with me. <laughs> Taze. <laughs> it's a good thing we've got Jason as a backup host in case Lex ever goes in my head. I did see, uh, uh, to me, a non-news story that was in the news today uh, suggesting that 15-inch MacBook Pro with uh, the Force Touch trackpad is not far from this world. That seems pretty plausible. Also, a new 27-inch yeah. iMac, I think they're, they're guessing might show, show up this week. I don't oh, this know what, week! Wow, that's, that's what sick. I heard. I heard that these uh these, these I heard. could I heard sh- things. I hear things. There are things I've heard. You can them. Tell me things. I hear them. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I you know what? I kind of want a new iMac, but I it's really not within my budget right now. My, my old one is getting increasingly cranky. How old is yours? Two thousand eleven. <laughs> Two thousand seven. That's how old mine is. Wow. All right. Never mind. Does it yours still yeah. have the uh, articulated arm? Is that what that one is? No. No. <laughs> Is it Bondi yeah, blue? A, Tell me more. A, right, right. I have I a 2014. Have a lime, I, have a lime, I have a lime green one in here. It doesn't work. I've got a powered Mac G3 sitting here. I could boot that sucker wow. up. I don't have a display it works with, but hey. I do have one very old iMac, but I'm not sure. Not quite that old. Um, that the kids are in theory supposed to use. The uh, It's like, it's white. That's what I know about it. I have to look oh, at what it is. that's pretty old. I think it's that's 2007. Older. That was no, the, that's got to be that's older than that. Is it a G- mine's, mine's 2007 and it's aluminum. Well, it might be that might be the transition point. Was the G- uh, maybe? But uh, it's, so. Is it an Intel or a or a PowerPC? Uh, I haven't turned it on in so long that I don't know. My okay. guess is it's Intel, but I because can't my parents it. had it, an iMac G5 uh, for a while there, the white one. Um, which I have to say, my favorite, one of my favorite Macs, if only because you essentially undid like three screws underneath, and then you could just lift off the entire back, and you could <laughs> like pull stuff in and out. Like, and and that ended up being an issue because uh, we we ran into, you know, I, I updated the RAM, their hard drive went, I could just swap it in and out, and it was really easy. It was one of the, it was in that era of really like well designed, easily maintainable Macs, which is long <laughs> gone now. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, I've taken my 11-inch MacBook Air car- apart a few times, and it's it's a pain, but it's not that bad. You can still take off the the bottom plate and like swap the RAM or the SSD in and out, or not the RAM. You can't. That's soldered. Geez, soldered RAM. How annoying is that? Uh, sounds like something they would serve at a Wolfgang Puck restaurant. <laughs> I'd like the Tonight soldered we have RAM, a very please. nice soldered RAM for you. It's served with a bechamel sauce. <laughs> I've just offended so many people. <laughs> I think it, I think a uh, an alarm goes off every time you try and open an, uh, an Apple product now. <laughs> they so, send okay, people to late, your door. Uh, I'm at white, the thugs. white one late late 2006. Yeah, that's what I have. It that one's yeah. old. But that's the old. iMac in this office that I'm not that I'm sitting next to but not using is 2014. So that one's good. All right. But it's not 5K. So. Now we know. Now everybody and not, knows. And not everybody listener dumb knows. Right. But it's nice. I like it. I, I, don't, I haven't used it enough recently, but I'm going to get back into it now. There was a time when I wasn't in the office enough. Mine's just a media server for for the Apple TV, so I have no... And it works fine. There's nothing else I really use it for. So. I tried... Here I um, am. So, yeah. important question for you guys. How much do you think Michael Fassbender looks like Steve Jobs? <laughs> Not much. Not much. <laughs> uh, I saw... 
somebody might've been Andy and Oshko, Somebody was speaking about how they thought he nailed the cadences of Steve's jobs. Yeah, I, speech patterns. I, I did not think so. I don't think it sounds like him at all. Yeah. I, just I, I, I just don't care. Every just time I listen to it, I was like, I, is that, is that supposed to be Steve jobs? Is someone else talking <laughs> now or is this Steve jobs? I don't know what's happening. I also didn't understand what that robot ball situation was in the trailer. Was oh that might have been a different trailer. That was a Star Wars reference for you guys. I get it because you guys like Star it. Wars. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. Good <laughs> don't, times. Don't patronize us. <laughs> um, we find it insulting. I will see the movie uh, like when it comes to Netflix or whatnot because I like Aaron Sorkin, but uh, it doesn't. I, just, I can't. I can't stand. People are already. They're arguing over the trailer. Just drives me berserk. Okay, we can all agree it's no I, Steve. I think that's the, that's the safest <laughs> thing to say. The, sta- the, the gold standard is already The gold been set. standard of Steve Jobs movies has been set. Oh, man, it was so good. <laughs> I don't think I'm that's, I that. don't think that's true. That but, <laughs> no, it was. If you like stupid, stupid comedy, it was good. It, it was, was really, it was as good as like five-minute Shakespeare or whatever. Like the better you know the source material, which I think we even wrote in our review, Dan. But the better you know the source material... The funnier it is. And since we obviously knew the sorcery, it was funny. Did was you guys stupid. see the Ashton Kutcher version? I did. For Macworld, no. actually. And and no. I watched it eventually later on no. and thought it was, yeah, wasn't great. Oh, yeah, it, was, it was definitely at yeah. best. It wasn't terrible. That but it scene just wasn't... at the end where Ashton and Steve Jobs is reading the uh, Richard Dreyfuss voiceover ad. Uh, here's to the crazy yeah. ones. Yeah. And he's sobbing his way through it. <laughs> <laughs> really ruined any part of the movie I had liked prior. I was like, nope, forget it. I, I've heard this recording. He's, it's out on YouTube. And he does not stop. Why he is he, literally, why is he... he's crying his head off as he does. Here's to the crazy. And like, I don't know. It's an actor's it's, choice, he's I guess. Emotional. It was bad. Yeah, I don't know. I, I will see this. I will see this one. I don't know if I'll see it in the theater, but I'll, I'll watch it eventually just because I too like Aaron Sorkin. Um, I, I know he has his critics, but I enjoy his dialogue. And... I don't know. Uh, you know, can you really get away with not seeing it if you're, unless you're John? I guess. <laughs> I'm the only person. Is that what... in the I'm world? Not sure why. <laughs> I have I messaged you both the clip of uh, Ashton doing that monologue, so you can enjoy it at some point or not enjoy it. But I only just now, as I I messaged it, remembered that they capitalized that movie with a lowercase J and a capital OMS, <laughs> which is just the worst. Yeah, that was. That was dumb. Jobs. That was the dumbest thing that I think they could have possibly done. Well, and the all caps on it the was eye. Oh my god! It's everything about it is wrong. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. It, it. As people are saying, the other issue there is that they. Uh, um. Uh, it's it's so it's so soon after Steve Jobs' death still that it seems like wow we have a preponderance of movies about this guy. Um, and in some ways I feel like, you know, his, whatever legacy he might have is probably still kind of murky at this point. Not that, not that you can't point to a lot of achievements you've done, but like, we're too close to it to get sort of the big picture view of it. So maybe you see that the, uh, the Tim Cook movie is coming out next year. (laughs) The weird thing is they they have his death scenes. (laughs) Uh, Clint Eastwood, actually. Oh, Grizzle. I like it. Good choice. He plays old Tim Cook. He plays old Tim Cook. In like the future. (laughs) Yeah. And, I will um, tell you for for John for John the um if you didn't do you you didn't see the Ashton Kutcher one I didn't I haven't seen I haven't even seen the Pirates of Silicon Valley the guy who plays Andy the guy who plays Andy Hertzfeld in that is the guy who plays Foggy on Daredevil 
Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, um, in the uh, in the Tim Cook movie, uh, Bob's Bob Mansfield is being portrayed by Jeff Garland. I was going to say Bob Mansfield is being portrayed by a whole ham, <laughs> <laughs> a bear. Who else would we cast in this movie? Who's going to play Craig Federighi? Oh, it's got to be someone with really good hair. Uh, yeah. Chris Breen is not an actor. Chris, Chris Breen, Breen can't play Craig Figurigi. That's too close. It's too close. It's too too spot on. Um, God, I'm really bad at fantasy casting, I think, as we established on a separate podcast that John and I were on last week. <laughs> I should be good at this because I know who all the actors are, but when I get put on the spot, I'm like, I have no idea who should be in that I movie. can't think. I, uh, I, had to, I had to study up for that before we did that because I Got can't it. come up with names off the top of my head. Got it. I can't, actually, I can't, I can't come up with any, anything off the top of my head. More importantly, who's playing us in the Tim Cook movie? Because clearly in the future, the rebound will have a huge impact. I'm being portrayed by Jeff Goldblum. Lex is playing me. <laughs> Do I have to shave my head for the part? I'm being played by... <laughs> Not uh, anymore. Oh. I'm going to be played by Joss Whedon. He'll make his triumphant return to Hollywood and nice. as an actor. <laughs> Someone once confused me for him, not confused me, but he said, I, he, someone, someone, someone at the younger. movie theater, was like the guy was like scanning my ticket and he kind of gives me a double take and he's like, so I never told you you look a lot like Joss Whedon. <laughs> like, is that, ins-? and he's, he's like, like is, that, got- is that, is that insulting? Should I not say that? I'm like, no, he's just like, he's like famous and rich. I'll take it. He's a nerd who can't stop thinking about Joss Whedon. <laughs> I, the, um, the people I always got were Jeff Goldblum and, uh, for a while in the nineties, I would be told that I looked like the love child between Jeff Goldblum and, uh, Kramer. <laughs> that's oh me people that's really, who i am people used to tell my friend uh that he looked like the guy from blues clues <laughs> i i don't think that's complimentary either blue is a dog yes don't guys look i like want to tell guy. you something tell i want to tell you specifically about aspiration i mentioned them at the start of the show but i i can't stand not you telling did, you more about them it's been, them, so it's been them killing again. me ever since then aspiration is a different kind of financial firm their idea is pretty simple take everything you don't like about investing and do the opposite Traditional Wall Street firms work for mostly millionaires. At Aspiration, their investment strategies are built for the middle class. You've heard of the middle class. Signing up takes as little as $500 and five minutes of your time. I already signed up. I'm on a wait list, actually, but I'm very excited about it. At Aspiration, you choose the fee you pay them, even if that fee is zero. They don't make a cent except for what you decide they deserve. That means you know they're committed to working for you. And Aspiration is the most charitable financial firm in America. They donate 10 cents of every dollar their company makes to microloans for struggling Americans working to build a better life, like Dan Morin. Fox Business News says Aspiration is shaking things up for Wall Street, and I think we can all agree that industry needs some shaking up. Am I right, or am I right? You're you're right. You're so right. Check them out. Thank you. And sign up right now, right now at aspiration.com slash rebound. Aspiration's motto is do well and do good. And isn't it time a financial firm was built on helping us do a little more of both? Again, it's aspiration.com slash rebound. Check them out. Let them know we sent you. And as I told you before, past performance is not indicative of future returns. There's no guarantee that any investment product will achieve its objectives, generate profits, or avoid losses. Investing involves risk of loss, and alternative investments may not be suitable for everyone. Before investing, consider your investment objectives. And then... If you consider them wisely, go to aspiration.com slash rebound. Our thanks to Aspiration for, you know, hooking us up. So one last thing I wanted to mention, which was this report that Apple has bought this GPS firm, Coherent Navigation. Yeah. Um, Where like, can I find that? <laughs> GPS, get it. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Are you going to a TSA anytime? <laughs> yes, actually. As soon as I'm finished here, I have to go to the airport. Okay. Make lots of watch jokes. Right? Okay. 
I'm done. But so why would they buy the GP? <laughs> why would they buy the GPS Dan's company? Out. Uh, well, this is the by my count, this is like the tenth firm they've bought in the last five years or so that has to do with location and mapping. Um, and <laughs> why would they buy it? Location, weird. I don't location, know. Location. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. Like uh, you know, mapping. They're not good at that. Why? Why buy more stuff? <laughs> why invest more in that? Um, do you do you have uh, do you have big problems with the with the maps still? It's not as good. It's gotten better. But I think the problem is there are so many cases in which either A, I just don't trust it, so I always double-check with Google Maps, or B, just people I know. Of all the built-in apps, uh, it's the one that people who are not tech-savvy are still, like, have gone out and replaced it with Google Maps, which is, I think, kind of damning, right? It's like, you know, even if, like, so-and-so who never bothers replacing, you know, most people aren't going to replace their email app or even their browser, but, you know, uh, even though there's a built-in, fairly serviceable Maps application, a lot of people have gone out and, and replaced it with Google Maps. And maybe that's less less the case now than it was in the direct aftermath. Yeah. Right. But I still see people who use Google Maps all the time and just don't trust Apple Maps at all. I've, I've, I don't, like, like I say repeatedly, I don't get out of the house that much. So I don't use it that much. And I, but I, when I do use it, I usually find that it's fine. The only time I've recently I've had a problem was when I went up to Seattle to see some people and they're doing a whole bunch of construction and it didn't, it had, wasn't up to date. For construction. It told, it told you so Seattle, got, it told you Seattle yeah, told, no longer existed. Take a left turn. And I seriously would have just driven into a, a pylon. So um, <laughs> John, I, uh, John's car ended up in the sound. <laughs> I have really been struggling. I almost never use Apple maps. I only use Google's, but I have really been struggling to remember the one or two times I've used it, which set of taps means which from the watch when you're using Apple Maps. Mm, yeah. It's like oh. one of them is like 12 rapid taps means go, I'm making this up, so don't trust me, left, and like a sequence of three taps separated I've gotten good times, enough to right? distinguish them, but I can't remember which one is which. <laughs> I try to chant it in my head, and I always get confused. It becomes pretty obvious pretty quickly, though. Like when, you know... Like, I haven't had that experience. Well, so I've been... Like when I w- went up to Seattle just this last time, it was telling me it was Siri was reading me the directions, at, and I also yes. had the watch on, so I was getting yeah. both. So it was like, okay, I obviously can figure that out because I'm not a complete idiot. But um, I, can't, I think it, I don't, but now I don't remember. So I'd have to, <laughs> I'd have to relearn that, <laughs> go ahead and relearn that before I would be able to rely on just the watch. Yeah, it's um, I, I yeah, I don't think I've gotten to that point either yet, but I have used it for directions and it's it's not bad I, I mean and you know on the on the watch you don't really have the option of using something like google maps i think the big question will be um as ios 9 may appear in a few weeks whether or not there will be uh public transit directions finally because they've been working on that for a while they bought a couple firms that do public did like made public transit apps uh and still like three years later we don't have uh don't have like public transit directions so mm-hmm. maybe they'll get there. Um, the one nice thing about doing both is they do it at different times, seemingly, for some reason. So, like, Syria will say, turn left, and the watch will what, tap what, whatever it's supposed to tap. So you get more warning instead of that thing where Siri says, turn left, and you're already zipping by. <laughs> you should have turned left there. Yeah, yeah, right. Turn, <laughs> and then she goes, turn around. And then she says, ha, ha. Now turn right, jackass.
Now, um, really quick point of order. I have to go. Are you guys going to keep going without me now, which is totally fine? No. No. We're done. <laughs> I'm, not okay. talking, I'm not talking to him. I'm hungry. <laughs> right. Well, uh, I have no time for pleasantries. I have to go right now to go to the airport. <laughs> Goodbye. Bloop, bloop. Don't die. Or don't get arrested. Yeah. yeah. All those don't, things. Don't, don't make watch jokes. It's okay. no, seriously. Be safe. Be safe. Don't make watch. Thank God that guy's gone. <laughs> Just include that. Include that.